don't know how long this is going to take, but whatever. Um, I'm supposed to talk about this book, um, this very incredible book that definitely has, um, (laughs) um, is, is interesting. I seem to fall into whatever book that I'm reading. It seems that I get to live out, um, very, very, um, realistically whatever is happening inside any of the books that I'm reading. Um, so like I mentioned before, it's my third time reading this book. Um, taking a highlighter to it, um, even though it is from the library, and so um, I don't know if the, I, I might get charged for it. But the person before me was also doing that, um, underlining and circling things, um, you know, that were of interest. Um, now that I have put that information on this um, on this very public, um, apparently very increasingly popular podcast series, um, I'm I'm a little bit more careful. Um, with, I realized that I, I probably shouldn't like read it in public, um, just because I'm like, oh, well, um, (laughs) you know, in the DJ world, I guess we're always competing. Um, and and much like hip hop, it's, it's very, um, normal for other DJs to like steal your material or steal your, um, your sounds or your other, your other things. But, um, I just wanted to take however long it's going to take to talk about this book. Um, this throughout the duration of the series and in the multiverse, uh, I need more coffee. I can hear my own voice sounding like an old lady, but I am like, I, I call it third puberty because nobody tells you that you're going to like, not like you're of course you're going to age and keep changing, but it is kind of like puberty in the sense that like my, my hormone influx and like my voice is changing. And so I'm just, I'm still, I'm still getting used to hearing myself. Um, when I do have, like, the blessing of hearing myself actually, um, (laughs) like, genuinely laugh, not just, like, chuckle, or, Jesus Christ, (laughs) um, not just chuckle, more coffee, more coffee, um, I'm definitely a contra alto these days, um, you know, (laughs) I used to consider myself more of, like, a mezzo, but now I'm like, oh, no, like, this, this is low, um, which is fine, um, I think that I have a, a more developed, singing voice now than I did when I was younger, um, coming up in theater and doing, um, you know, like wanting to be on Broadway and stuff, um, always just kind of getting like alto, um, but wanting the soprano parts. And now I'm just like, wow, like this, <laughs> you know, um, I can sing more like jazz and bluesy things and, and folk music, which is fun. Um, especially since, um, sorry, my ADD or whatever, I'll eventually, I'll eventually get back to whatever I was, uh, talking about. Um, yeah, yeah, um getting getting to sing like a like a, a more mature developed um is is fun. But yeah, nobody tells you about like second puberty and third puberty. Um <laughs> like all the things that are going to happen to your body. So I'm very much in the in the midst of that. My my voice keeps changing. Um and I sound um older. Um but maybe it's just cuz I'm older. Anywho, um, this book, everybody that I've named dropped in this series, you know, in the fictional sense, in the multidimensional sense, in the realistic sense, because it all does tie together in this infinite, um, ever-expanding universe of the the festival project or Enter the Multiverse or the Legends series, um, whatever, whatever um, mode of transportation you're taking um, through this time-traveling nonsense. Um, my Time travel, by the way, is one of my, like, um, developing theories about how any of this is possible and any of this is happening, um, how I, you know, it does seem 
very paranoid and very almost schizophrenic in the way that's like, well, nobody's following you, nobody's watching. But I'm like, okay, well, I don't necessarily think about psychology in the in the uh, traditional sense. I do consider myself a philosopher. I'm trying to rush through this because it's going to be rush hour, and that's gonna that's gonna open my field up to a lot of energies. But at the same time, I'm um, it's almost getting entertaining to play this this kind of game. Um, you know, um, in, in a way that it's like almost being in a video game. And if I lose a life, so what? It seems that in my uh, immortality, 30 years is very, very young. Um, and so just kind of embracing that, you know, um, not, not, re- not really feeling that I'm going to lose my actual life or my body to any kind of disease just because of the way that I've chosen to live. Um, it's, it's more than likely going to be, you know, something like getting hit by a bus or something that happens all the time. Um, and it's like an inside joke with me, myself and I that uh god god told me like hey look like your only job is like just don't get hit by a bus um and that i guess comes from on my 27th birthday like on my 27th birthday um i was off the pch i've told this story before but here it is again i was on the pch um in malibu just kind of enjoying my birthday on the beach um i am a huge ocean person and it's kind of surprising to me that I haven't been to the ocean at all in the east but the Atlantic is not really my my ocean the Pacific is my ocean and so I feel really out of place when I go to the Atlantic Ocean it just seems like the wrong place for me um but anywho it was my 27th birthday and um my car was parked along the side of the road which is you know the only parking um in some of the the beach uh the beaches north of LA and Malibu and um as I, as I'm like getting into my car, this this metro bus, I you know I know it was a metro bus because it was orange, bright orange, um, which I didn't even think went up that far outside of LA County because I was in Malibu, and this metro bus just like came speeding like a bullet, like it had to be doing like eighty, and it just like it it was like the strangest feeling because it it like brushed me, like I could feel the side of the bus just. Phew, you know, brush right by me, and I was like, wow, that could have been it, you know, 27, um, but it wasn't, and so that, that was how my 27th year started, my 27th year was, of course, during my second puberty, and um, full of near-death and or deathly experiences, um, I might have gone through every single, oh my god, it's time to leave, um, there's, there's this drilling, um, that is definitely um, telling me that it's uh, I'm on my way out. Um, <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, that's the worst. At least it's like at least at this point, it's two floors below me, I think. But when I first got to this building, it was directly above my head for like eight hours a day, and I, there was like no escape from it. Um, you know, and like having no money to like go anywhere or do anything, like I was just kind of like trapped in this fucking place. But um, yeah, now. I am, I am leaving, believe me, um, talking about this book, my second and third puberty, <laughs> my, um, my very interesting DJ adventures being, um, just kind of, uh, me and my musicality, um, ta- my musicality is taking a backseat, I'm so sick of, like, um, over-manipulating samples that are, that, you know, like, that's, like, uh, I just wanna, um, yeah, so I'm saving for a synth, anywho, um, I'm also, I'm also trading in my, my NPC, my NPC Studio Black, um, you know, my, my Focusrite audio interface, which I'm just not using because the microphone that I have for it is just not a high quality. So I actually get more high quality, um, 
uh, vocals on my iPhone uh, 12 Pro. It's, um, yeah, iPhone actually has, like, really good fucking audio. Uh, it's, I, I'm surprised that more people don't just use that and then use um, Ableton or whatever DAW they're in to, like, um, you know, put on certain effects and manipulate, manipulate vocals that way. Um, especially people who are, you know, just entering the, entering the, the world of recording. Um, that can be an easy way to, to kind of get, like, I get some of the cleanest sound off of my iPhone, like, cleaner than actual, like, you know, professional equipment sometimes. Anywho, um, my FLX six is going. Um, it's I love this mixer, but it's actually not made for recorder uh, uh, for um, if for Serato. Um, it's made for record box, um, even though it says Serato on it, like it's just not, it doesn't really have, you, you can't use all of the transitional features. And like I said, I'm a very cut and dry DJ. Um, I have my, my certain, um, transitions and my effects that I like to use. Um, again, um, just to mention, cause I'm about to drop like 10 or 15 mixtapes, um, <laughs> Like they're not all perfect, and they're kind of not all perfect. Perfect with a purpose. Um, one is that you know um, I'm I'm kind of in in this um, in this awakening that some people, like I said, don't have the creativity or originality, and so you can get by. Like their entire their entire artists on on you know mainstream labels that have gotten by using um, you know stolen stolen. Um, like mixes and stolen um projects stolen demos you know like i heard this of this one girl um taking i won't even drop her name i remember it now but she took the um like the the example tracks i can't remember what they're called but like the 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 tracks that just come with like certain DAWs, she just took that and used it as her demo and then got signed. And then everybody found out <laughs> about it and um, was like mad, but like she still signed to that label and like the label stood by her. And I don't know, once I, once I kind of got to know her and her story, I understand like sometimes it's not about the talent somebody has. And of course now she's had the ability to work with certain artists and they've taught her things. Um, and that's what she said. She's like, well, now I, I, I did do that, but now I know how because other people have helped me to learn um you know um but then understanding like what she looks like and how how she is like she's a a niche market so they need to you know like i said people people pay attention to things that look like them so she's she's really the only dj that looks like that you know heavy set um in that way and is 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 um you know she she caters to a certain market and so she's marketable and so they need her to sell tickets and that's why she's signed that way but anywho um yeah not everybody has the creativity and originality that is just kind of um intrinsic um for some people and so they do just get by on other people's mixes i've even had other people like in in my journey be like hey this is this is a mix um use this you know to get ahead and i'm just like that it doesn't feel good um you know it doesn't feel um it doesn't feel right you know it doesn't it's not me it's not me and i'm not gonna say um that it's me um just to get ahead and maybe that's why i'm behind but at at this point i'm not really focusing on my electronic music it's kind of stagnant um just until i i have more um to invest in myself but right now it's about taking care of me so i'm making like more (laughs) more like folk music and bluesy things 
um, with with a guitar. I got a guitar finally, and that's been like a, a super super duper blessing. Just because I, I I like like I'm not even the best guitar player. I taught myself how to play, and I've never had like traditional lessons. I for some reason there's like a disconnect between me and YouTube that I can't I can't learn anything from a YouTube tutorial. Like you have to hands on show me like this is how to do this. Um, so yeah, that's that's. Um, you know, I'm not the best guitar player in the world, but I have a guitar and I love playing it. So that's that's more for my therapy. I think I'm about to go through a, a huge, a huge, um, you know, like step back from like the actual, the world, and just go into this very therapeutic place where I need to be. Um, I need to be in order to con uh, to continue to have my, my my mental stability and my actual like my soul attached to me because a lot of the times I just feel like it's being like sucked out of me and I'm not um, you know I'm not getting anything for it I'm not doing anything like it's not it's not like helping me not to feel anything um, which by the way in my spiritual journey I've learned that. Um, like when you sell your soul, which is something that I don't necessarily even believe is a possibility because you're like in in that sense, you're selling your soul to a deity that is like a liar. That is like, a, a you know, like why would Satan give you money for anything if he if you're just going to give him your soul? You know, like I did, like that doesn't make sense to me. Like how how would you be be able to trust a deal with the devil? Um, because like, the, is it he just going to like trick you into doing something um so yeah that that necessarily doesn't make sense to me but in in the um you know textbook I guess or in the in the books of of knowledge like that when you do do this you lose your ability to feel you lose your ability to to love you lose your ability to actually do anything that is a result of the consciousness in its in its form which is love and in its full form you lose the ability to be able to do that so you may have you know um you may have the money and you may have the the power that comes with it and you may be consistently surrounded by you know your your choice your ideal choice of person um you know and have um infinite sexual connections and partners but not ever really be able to have that um like the love that that comes with the soul so um as much as I joke about um, the things that I joke about, as much as I joke about the Illuminati, it's just a story device, and it's very, it's like, it's very funny to me. And it, at the end of the day, like I said, I don't get paid for this series. Um, I'm just kind of doing it for entertainment purposes, or to kind of like see how how much putting something out into the infinite radio FM waves um, does manipulate my my external reality, and just kind of having that experimentation as a you know as a philosopher as a as a you know um you know as a so to so to say time traveler and that that is like one of my theories I'm like well maybe time travel does exist in the way that like that you know in the way that Christopher Nolan presents it in Tenet in that time is moving not only forwards but backwards and so the the, the really strange occurrences that happen and the really strange and awkward people that I meet and all these things that are happening is maybe just a result of that um, that, you know, it's, it's not necessarily being followed, but in that, you know, something, something is moving one way and something is moving another. And these, these very strange happenings, um, appear to be somewhere in the middle. 
of this um, kind of fragile reality that's that's in the process of expanding and also contracting. That's just one of my working theories. I don't know. I really do. Ha- I do wish that I had the the money like to go back to school and study something like astrophysics. Um, the first time in school, I studied philosophy. Um, I'd love to study like engineering, um, you know, because it has so it has so much to do with music for me. But unfortunately, um, I thought that I was gonna get <laughs> I thought that I was gonna get emancipated from my financial slavery, when um, you know that all the student debt was gonna be forgiven, and then all of a sudden they just decided like no, like no, <laughs> you know, um, that's that's fucking crazy to me um, that something like that can happen. But again, I'm not really into politics unless it's affecting me directly, which that did. Um, so, you know, at this point, again, I'm a neutral. I'm not voting for anybody until they actually improve things for people that are, like, overworking their, their energy and people that are overworking their, their, you know, like, people are being used like fucking batteries. And it is kind of like the Matrix in a way that's, like, and like nobody is happy except for, like, five people on the whole planet. Um, and I don't even, you know, <laughs> that's another theory. I don't even think that rich people are bound to this planet. They're like, well, when this thing's fucking sucked dry, we can just go live in space you know like it's it's like elysium um you know we we have enough money to fucking sustain and we have you know the ability to to make sure that our genetics are passed on and that our wealth is passed on to our descendants but like who gives a fuck about about anybody else um and you know who, who does give a fuck about anybody else i'm very much um you know, I like dogs and babies. Anyway, uh, this book is interesting. I'm living inside of it, um, just kind of frequenting a lot of historical places that DJs have been and that the underground rave scene has kind of happened in. Um, you know, learning not not too much new information about, you know, some of my favorite people. Um, it's nothing that I haven't read before, but everybody is in this book, of course, from Pasquale Rotella, even all the way to Jimmy Fallon. And that one, that one kicked my ass. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> um, Jimmy Fallon's in this book. Um, but yeah, that it, it, it's kind of given me a run for my, my money and kind of like a dissipation of like what reality is just because it, I didn't find this book. This book found me. Um, I'm very much, much enjoying my reading and my learning um, from it. And, um, oh, Dylan Francis is not in this book because Dylan Francis is not in any books except for the big, great big book of Dylan Francis, which I wrote and is also, like, a mistake. Um, but he's he's not in this book. But, but uh, just a fun fact, the word crust punks is, and that actually, like, broke my heart and disappointed me because I thought um, that was something that he made up himself. And it is not. It is. <laughs> it is actually a word, um, and it is actually a thing. But this book gives me the the dictionary definition for the word crust punks. Um, so if you haven't seen, um, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Either way, um, the only person that's not in this book um, is is um, is Dylan Francis. But his essence most certainly is, I guess. Um, so that 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 made me laugh. Um, Anywho, talking about this book and its kind of um, magical placement into my hands. Um, I'm almost done reading it for the third time, but I haven't been. I haven't been reading it on the subway just because I, I don't like, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's just competition to the point where people who don't know how to do whatever it is I'm doing, because I don't know how I do it, it just happens. Um, it does seem like magic, but at the same time, I'm just like, I'm dead, I'm a dead person. I don't know how I fucking do any of the fucking shit that's happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, that 
uh, is is enough coffee, and I'm on my way to an adventure, um, because everything's an adventure lately, and then, like I said, if you, if you have notifications on your phone, and it happens to fucking send you a notification every time I post an episode to the series, turn that shit off, um, because the rest of the shit posting is gonna allow me my, my freedom, um, and my, um, ability to, to kind of go back into obscurity and not really, um, you know, not have to fuck with anybody. Like, I don't have to make any calls. I don't have to check my email. I don't have to be, um, a member of this very disgusting, very sick, very trash, um, addled society, um, right now. Cause it's just not, it's, uh, it's so, it's so toxic that I feel like I'm suffocating. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna go try and, uh, I'm going to go try and uh, work off some of those toxicities and try not to become part of it. Like I said, a lot of the sadness that, that comes to me from this is that it does feel like a negative energy that's just trying to overtake everything and trying to make me part of it and trying to make me nasty and yucky and mean. Um, and I don't, I don't want to be nasty and yucky and mean. I don't want to live in the past. I don't want to be like a, you know, I don't want to be like a, a you know, a, a gross human being. Like I really just want to be happy. Um, and I think everybody just wants to be happy. But at the end of the day, unfortunately, um, up to now, um, I've been living in the world that's, you know, that's rooted in money. Um, and that, and that has kind of just decayed everything, decayed people's humanity, decayed people's ability to have, you know, any sense of freedom or or quality of life, um, you know, um, unless they were born lucky and they don't have to work, overwork themselves or overwork their bodies or overlook, you know, self-care. So that, um, that is, uh, that's this episode and that's exactly 22 minutes, which is what I wanted to do. Um, 22 minutes. So thank you again for listening. Um, if at this point I've lost you, then you're not listening to this at all. Um, and these, these, um, updates might be, you know, um, disinteresting because they are honest, but you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really in this for anybody. I'm just doing what is being, um, kind of, you know, um, given to me. I'm just working with what I've got. So, uh, everybody take care. Enjoy these um, last few episodes of the seventh season. And um, I'll see you when I see you.